0: is our theme on Soul Talks today. We're so glad you've joined us. We're Bill and Christy Galtier, the founders of Soul Shepherding.
1: We teach you to thrive with Jesus in life and leadership. One way we do this is through the practice of Ignatian meditation, in which we imagine ourselves in the gospel passage.
0: God wants to do for you more than you can imagine. As Paul says in Ephesians 3.20, the Lord uses the Bible and our soul talks with other Christ followers to minister the grace of Christ to us.
1: If you and your friends want to experience this fresh and prayerful approach to Bible reading, go to the store on soulshepherding.org and download a copy of our popular Ignatian Meditation Guides. Hi, Soul Talks friends. So happy to be in community with you. We love to hear from you. Want to give a call out to Kara in Michigan. Kara said, so many times on your podcast, it feels like a personal visit you've made from California to my tiny apartment in Michigan. Thank you for pointing out to me ways of navigating through these different seasons of our life. I sense that God has seen me, heard me, and know me. Well, Kara, we'd love to have you in our Soul Talks community, as well as all of you
0: that join us. We want all of you to know that the Lord looks down with uh, eyes of compassion, a heart full of love towards you. And we want to be in personal conversation with each of you here, and so when you leave us your comments, it helps us to understand what's going on in your life and what's resonating with you and Soul Talks and the overall ministry of soul shepherding, so thanks for connecting with us.
1: Yes. Well, we're talking about Ignatian Meditation again this week because it's such a great way of connecting and growing in Christ. It's it's really a curriculum for Christlikeness.
0: It is. The spiritual exercises are the most famous program of spiritual growth in the world, and yet the uh, spiritual exercises handbook is uh, very difficult to read. <laughs> it's, it's considered the most famous book that's the least read. Yeah. And so th- that's w- what I was working on before our sabbatical was to uh, study that and, and some other tools that were unpacking it for me to prepare us for those 30 days of meditations in the Ignatian way, and one application of that is the Lectio Divina guides that we, well, we do have Lectio Divina guides on soul shepherding, but we also, what I'm speaking about now is that we have Ignatian meditation guides that use the imaginative approach to the gospel meditations, and that came out of our sabbatical experience, which was such a blessing for you, and hey, you listening, uh, particularly if you're a pastor ministry leader, pastor couple, have you had a sabbatical? Uh, If not, contact us and let us help you get a sabbatical that you need and give you some coaching for that.
1: And we also have some institute weeks we're starting, cohorts starting this fall. We'd love to have you consider that as well.
0: Then again, in the winter and the spring, there's always another institute week coming. So whenever you're listening to this podcast, hey, we'd love to have you join us in our circle of men and women who are serving the Lord, and we'll seek Him together, open our hearts to Him, and grow in our discipleship to Christ and our leadership.
1: And then here in about six months, or in February 2020, we'll be starting our next Spiritual Direction Training Cohort, too. So I'd love to have you. If you want to learn how to offer Ignatian Meditation as a spiritual director or lead that in group, that's an opportunity, too. We start a new
0: Spiritual Direction Cohort at the beginning of every year, so...
1: Yeah. Well, Ignatian meditation is not as mysterious as we might think. And you know, Ignatius wasn't a writer, so <laughs> you're reading his his writing trying to, you know, learn about it was pretty difficult, but you are a writer and so you've made it very simple. The simplicity of what he really meant and practiced it to be and I so appreciated that. You know, one of the things that I have thought about with Ignatian meditation bill is that it's not any different than, you know, when we remember a loved one, we imagine their life, right? We, we imagine them being with us and we imagine what they did and what they said when they were with us in their life. You know, I do that with my father. I often imagine what things he said, or even the little smile under his mustache and the twinkle in his eyes, or a little comment of, of dry humor that he would say, or him observing, being so observant of something. Or, you know, I can hear him, I can imagine him as if he was right here again with us. And it's the same thing when we do a ma- Ignatian meditation. We're remembering Jesus and his life and what he lived and what he said in the Gospels on earth. And it's... Very scriptural, very biblical. I'm thinking of Philippians 4, Paul's instruction to think about things that are good and right and pure and lovely and excellent and praiseworthy and admirable. That's what we're doing in Ignatian meditation. We're thinking about those things that Jesus did in his life. And then over Colossians 3, Since then you've been raised with Christ, set your mind on things above that's what we're doing we're setting our mind on God above and his his what he did and what he revealed to us
0: setting our minds setting our our thoughts our feelings our affections our imaginations our ideas on the things above the lord his angels the kingdom of the heavens that reigns over us yeah that's what it means to renew our mind it is not only about our thinking it's about our our relating and our being and our interacting, involving our our whole person. So yeah, that's so good, Christy. I love those scriptures and love those thoughts. And yeah, I I was remembering your dad with you on Father's Day recently, and and my own dad who's still alive but is uh, sadly really lost a lot of his capacities uh, due to dementia. Mm-hmm. And so that morning, I had a really great time as I was going on my run and my prayer time, and I was using the breath prayer that we learned from Brennan Manning, Abba, I belong to you, and I was just breathing that in and out uh, dozens of times over the course of my run, and with each time that I cycled through, Abba, I belong to you, and appreciating God as my, my papa who loves me and embraces me in compassion, I would remember something from my relationship with my dad in a way that he blessed me. And there's so many things to be thankful to God for about about my father, and so that was a great blessing for me and Yes, that takes imagination to to recall to have memories to open up our experiences and that 's what we want to do in the way we read the Bible. we want it to be relational just like that, so that the words of Scripture are not only uh, things that we think about but they're portals into the spiritual reality of our Father's world, where we are with Jesus and the angels and we are in God's presence and God loves us and God is guiding us and leading us uh, in his uh, everlasting way. And so it's a very rich way to read the scriptures when we can imagine ourselves in a gospel text like Ignatius taught us and like we do in our Ignatian meditation guides that we use for devotions and share with groups. So uh, today in Soul Talks, we're going to talk about one of my experiences in Ignatian meditation. This is going back to, again, to our sabbatical a few years ago when we went really deep with the Ignatian meditations, all 60 of them that are in our guide. We went through those gospel texts and reflected on the uh, the scenes there, our place in those scenes, and the uh, feelings and images and experiences from life that the Holy Spirit was stirring within us. It
1: was such a great rhythm. We would start out the day doing an Nation meditation alone in solitude and silence and journaling about that. We'd come together for lunch, we'd make lunch together and share our experience with each other. And then in the afternoon, we'd go back at it again and do another one and then share and reflect over dinner. And there were a couple of days we were on the road traveling on a road trip. And um we did it together in the car. One of us would read it out loud while the other one was driving and then we'd have silence in our meditation time. We did our the driver did their journaling later for that one, but it was it was a great time and we would send our journal to our spiritual director each day and uh, he would reply with some comments in, in our journal responses in a different color, ask us some questions and, and then we would connect with him by phone too various times throughout that time.
0: So valuable having the empathy and guidance and prayers of a spiritual director. And you know, we really all need that kind of a relationship in our life. We we need a, a spiritual uh, guide or mentor who's gone before us and who just makes a space to listen prayerfully for us and offer some gentle guidance. And, and we need a soul friend. Mm-hmm. And it, it, both of those relationships are examples of soul talks and it's uh, Those are the inspiration uh, behind our podcast ministry that we're, we're doing here.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to have a conversation about your experience with Ignatian meditation today, because I really enjoyed doing that when we were on our sabbatical, those times of, of sharing our meditations.
0: Yeah, well, you may recall that uh, our time of Ignatian meditation And those days when we were unplugged from our our work and our email and all that, and we were just uh, journeying together in a deeper intimacy with Jesus, that uh, there was uh, some temptations I was battling, particularly Mm. around my writing, Mm. and I had had uh, some discouragement with a book project that I was working on, and had actually written a book and thrown it away, Mm -hmm. uh, wrote a different version of it, wasn't accepted by... Publishers, and I was quite discouraged yeah. as I was coming out again as a seeking to come out again as a published author, and so I was having a lot of temptations around this with discouragement, and also I, I had shortly before our sabbatical had decided that I felt that the Lord was leading me to uh, go back to the uh, Matthew eleven passage in the easy yoke and to uh, rework an earlier. Uh, version of a book I had created for a small group and, and turned that into a, a full full book, which is now available and has been for a few years now, Your Best Life in Jesus, Easy Yoke, which has been, been a joy to share that with uh, you. Who, many of you who are listening have read that book and benefited from it, and so I'm very thankful for that. But prior to releasing that, I was pretty uh, stressed and troubled and feeling bad about myself. And so... I was very tempted to work on that project mm-hmm. as we had all this space now. <laughs> and so I uh, found great help with the uh, the structure and the flexibility that we had within that structure, but the process of going through these Ignatian meditations. And so one of the meditations that we did from the Gospels is from Mark 10, and it's a story of the rich young ruler and uh, Jesus' ministry to him. And he comes to Jesus and calls him, you know, good teacher, and asks, "What must I do to inherit eternal life?" And Jesus talks with him about, you know, well, do, you know, why do you call me good? You know, no one's good except God alone. And he's he's uh, addressing this man's view of Jesus, and uh, for the man to realize that Jesus is the Son of God. And he goes through the commandments, which is interesting. How, it's always how Jesus. Uh, typically, Jesus and the apostles really take us to the commandments of the Lord. It's like that's really the first step in our spiritual life. And, you know, you know the commandments, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, etc. And then the teacher declares to Jesus, you know, all these I've kept since I was a boy. You know, great uh, earnestness and purity of intention, but uh, lacking in self-awareness for sure. And so then Jesus here's the key line in verse twenty one of mark ten Jesus looked at him and loved him See here's this earnest uh um, devoted follower of God who wants to honor God with his life who who so much wants to please the Lord and keep all the commandments and and I relate to that guy. I can picture myself as that guy and uh I can be trying so hard to do good things for God and to work hard in my ministry as a teacher, a counselor, a leader, soul shepherding, and I I can miss what's right in front of me, Jesus, the Son of God, who is opening the way for my intimacy with God. And so I love this line, Jesus looks at me. He looks at you uh, listening to Soul Talks now. Jesus looks at us and loves us. That look of tender hearted compassion, a smile on Jesus' face, a glow, a warmth, uh, is wonderful. But the religious leader here misses it. Mm -hmm. And so often I miss it. And so, uh, you know, Jesus says, hey, you know, it's something that you're lacking in all all your hard work of obeying the commandments and all in your ministry and so forth. You need to, you, you've you got a lot of possessions that you're holding on to. You need to sell everything and then follow me. Now, that's not advice that Jesus would give everybody, but that was the most loving wisdom he could share with this man because the only way he was going to get a hold of the grace of God was to let go of the stuff he was clutching onto. So Mark says, "...at this the man's face fell." He went away sad because he had great wealth. And, you know, I don't want to be that guy. But as I said, you know, I think I'm that guy all the way through the story. Uh, Trying too hard to serve God and do what's good and help people. And missing the presence of the Lord and the power of the Lord in my midst. And missing the look of love that Jesus offers. Because I'm focused on me or what I'm doing. Or other people. And in, in that very moment of whatever we're doing, the risen Christ, Jesus, our Lord and friend, is there. And he looks at us with love. And it's so sad that the rich young ruler walked away with his face fallen and his shoulders slumping and depressed. Because he didn't want to give up the stuff he was holding on to. And he missed the greatest Blessing of all. The one thing, devotion to Jesus, being a disciple of Jesus, knowing how dearly loved we are by the Abba of Jesus. And so that gospel meditation was helping me with my temptation and seeing that, yeah, all the internal striving that now, even here in these days of quiet and being unhooked from all responsibilities and all work my mind was wanting to start working uh, and thinking and strategizing and striving and stewing over what I could produce for God. See, And so it was an important discipline for me to turn my eyes away from my hands and my feet and what I could do, but turn my eyes to look into the eyes of Jesus.
1: So God used this meditation for you to help you to appreciate his presence him is the the treasure and not reliance upon your own earnest intentions and, and efforts even for him and his glory is that right?
0: yeah because i can imagine the face of jesus the eyes of jesus with compassion and mercy for me and there is something uh, wonderfully arresting about that about the presence of the lord and to just keep uh, tuning into that loving gaze through the gospel story and just be there in the passage with jesus the disciples and the rich young ruler and with you christy because we were doing these meditations together and so,
1: so it sounds like you also had an experience of not feeling alone.
0: Yeah, and it, it was so helpful that after our times of quiet prayer and Ignatian meditation that we would come together and talk about our experience because it helps to make it more real when we engage in a soul talk. Uh, we all long to share the deepest experiences of our lives and the longings of our hearts uh, that come out of our relationship with God, whether those are Warm, tender, blessed experiences of closeness and hearing God's voice, or whether there's uh, experiences of, of emptiness, uh, confusion, desolation, uh, and trying to find God in that. We, we long to share these experiences with someone who, who is safe, someone who would understand and uh, be affirming and, and gently guide us uh, to take the hand of Jesus in that situation.
1: It sounds like in this meditation, you felt the empathy of Jesus for you in the season of life, of the disappointment you felt around your writing, the sense of failure that you felt around your writing, that you felt his love, even seeing you and speaking into that and embracing you in that.
0: Yeah, I did. And it, the story helped me see that the Lord was asking me for the time being to let go of that project that I had a lot of wealth, so to speak, a wealth of ideas and abilities as a writer. And uh, even though I had some disappointments and uh, shut doors in that season, but the Lord was saying, hey, you know, go sell all that mm. for 30 days and just hang with me. But
1: you were able to receive that, what could have been a hard instruction. You were able to receive it as love, as Him really willing gift for you. It's him really loving you, wanting to be with you and you with him.
0: Yeah, because of the the eyes of Jesus and that compassion, just having that enfleshed in the gospel story.
1: Will you pray for our listeners along these lines?
0: Heavenly Father, we just uh, pray now for each one listening to the sound of my voice uh, that you would... By the power of your Spirit, O God, uh, reveal the face and the eyes of Jesus, the tender, uh, compassionate, merciful eyes of Jesus, looking at our friends right, right there in the eye and in the heart to say, I love you. I am with you. I want to hear about your, your trouble and your hurt, your need. My arms are open to you. I want to be in relationship with you and help us, oh God, to trust that it's really true that your mercies are unfailing, your compassion uh, enfolds us in a warm, glowing light. We are known, we are loved, and you are bringing about good things in our life, particularly as we put our first priority on the one thing, a life of devotion to you, uh, serving you, and sharing your love with the people around us. Thank you, God, for the power of your word that you reveal to us, uh, especially through this pathway we've been talking about, of Ignatian meditation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: We appreciate hearing from you. Please share your comments with us on Soul Shepherding's Facebook, YouTube, or website. You can also do this with your podcast player on the Soul Talks page.
0: Most of all, we love to follow Jesus Christ with you. One way we can do this is through our Ignatian Meditation Guides resource, which features 61 page gospel meditations. We guide you and your friends step-by-step on how to imagine yourself with Jesus in a Bible passage and pray for the grace you need in your life today.
1: You can download Ignatian Meditation Guides from the store on soulshepherding.org.